0: And there is a powerful word of God. Now about that time, Herod the king lay hands on some of who belonged to the church in order to mistreat them. And he had James, the brother of John, put to death with a sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. Now there was during the days of the unleavened bread. When he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out before the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but prayer for him was being made fervently by the church to God. On the very night when Herod was about to bring him forward, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and guards in front of the door were watching over the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared, and a light shone in the cell. And he struck Peter's side, and woke him up, saying, Get, get up quickly and the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, guard yourself and put on your signals. And he did so. And, when he, and he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and continued to follow. And he did not know that what was being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision When they had passed the first and second guy, they came to the iron gate, which leads into the city, which opened for them by itself. And they went out and went along one street. Immediately, the angel departed from him. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jew, Jewish people were expecting. And when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was also called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. When he knocked at the, gate of the, when he knocked at the door of the gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's Peter's voice because of her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gate. They said to her, you are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. They kept saying, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they had opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had led him out of the prison, and he said, report these things to James and the brethren. Then he left and went to another place. Now, when day came, there was no small disturbance among the soldiers as to what could have become of Peter. When Harold I searched for him and had not for him. He examined the guards and ordered that they be led away to execution. Then he went down to Judea, to Caesarea, and was spending time there. Now he was very angry with the people of Todd and Sodom. And with one accord, they came to him, and having worn over blood. Black- blotters the king's chaplain. they were asking for peace because their country was fed by the king's country. On an appointed day, Herod, having put on his royal apparel, took a seat on the rostrum and began delivering an address to them. The people kept crying out, the voice of a god and that of a man and immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give God the glory. And he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of the Lord continued to grow and to be multiplied. Let us pray. Lord, you are amazing. You are great. There's nothing beyond your power. Thank you, O God, that you are on your throne forever and forever. We worship you this morning, and we pray, Father, that you will help us uh, gather some truths from this passage. What is it, Lord, that you want us to learn this morning? Holy Spirit, you be the teacher. You speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. what trying times we live in. Does God see our trials? Where is God in our sufferings? Where is God in difficult times? These questions and many others have been asked by people, including Christians, or maybe you have asked some yourself, why is God silent in all that I'm going through? But you see, King David answers this question for us in Psalm 56.8. He tells us God, that God does see our trials, and God cares for us in difficult times. We are never alone. He's always with us. And so he says in that verse 56, Psalm 56 verse 8, you have taken account of, of my wanderings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book so, you see, friend, there is not a tear that you share that God is not aware of. God is aware. And so, this morning, we come to let all of us know that when we hurt, when it hurts, God is acquainted with our suffering. And so, as we come to the This chapter this morning just read in Acts Acts 12. We see that the church is persecuted again. The church is persecuted again, the early church. As we read in verses 4, 1 to 4. You see in Acts 8, 1 to 4, we see the first round of persecution of the church. Another man named Saul, you remember. He went from place to place. And even Stephen died during that time. That was the first round of persecution. Now we come to Acts 12, which begins the second part two of the persecution in the church. Until Acts 12, there was a tremendous growth. The church was experiencing a tremendous growth, including the conversion of Saul himself, who was persecuting the Christians. Then we learned about a Roman satyrian named Cornelius. So the church was growing. Gentiles were being converted. But then, Herod came on the scene. Herod began to arise the church. Arise the church. Persecute the church. King Herod, who was the great-grandson of Herod the Great, as you know, who was king at the birth of Christ, began to arise the church Arise, the church for, for political gains. His persecution of the church pleased the people. As he was persecuting the Christians, the, the, the Jews and others were happy. And it seemed that his political rating rating went up. That's what politicians do. They will do whatever it takes if it will increase their approval rating. And so Herod was no exception. And in doing so, he killed James, the apostle James, in verse 2 of our text. He killed James, the brother of John. These two brothers were in the inner circle of Jesus. You remember, it was always Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John. And his, his, his death shook the, the, the church because there was the first time an uh, inner circle, uh, I mean, the, the apostles, the disciples, one of them were killed. Up to this time, it was believed that they had a special divine protection. These had the twelve disciples. But now when James was killed, he shattered all. James was the first one of the twelve disciples of Jesus to be put to death. Not counting Judas, of course you know. So the shocking reality of James death it was believed that they had special divine protection, but this is no longer true. You see, Jesus did not promise any special protection for anyone. He did not. In Matthew 4 20, 24 8, he told them the meaning of discipleship that they will suffer, they will be killed yes. on a persecution. But he said, Do not fear those who kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Amen. But rather fear he who is able to destroy both the body and the, and, and the soul and the body into hell. At the, at, the, at the execution of James, the, the, Eusebius, the, 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 the historian, said, James was so calm. in his his testimony, in his witness for Christ, and he witnessed to Jesus Christ as Lord that even the guy that was guarding him accepted Christ, believed and accepted Christ. And he willingly offered himself to be executed with James. James was executed. Herod was happy. And now we see him arresting Peter to get a further reading approval from the people. When, when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. When he seized him, he put him in prison. Herod was getting increasingly popular after he killed James. And therefore, went and arrested Peter, but he could not execute the, execute Peter right away because there was this Jewish uh, feast of Passover, and so he kept in prison until the feast was over. In prison, it is stated that he actually he put Peter in a maximum. Secured the prison because he was handcuffed with two hands, and while the two disciples kept, or the two disciples kept watch. Uh, no doubt this was a painful time for the church, friends, because it was almost certain that Peter would be executed the next, the next morning, and the church. Was in a sorrowful mood. James is dead, and now Peter in prison apparently awaiting execution. You see, in Psalm 111 13, sometimes the very foundations of our lives can, can be shaken. In Psalm 113, David asked an interesting question. He asked if the foundations If the foundation of the righteous are shaking, if the foundation is shaking, what should the righteous do? When the enemy seems to squeeze us and corner us and there is no way to turn, and we cannot move, and it seems that he has overwhelmed us, what should we do? In your own life, when things get so tough, you don't know why. What can we do when this very foundation of your life is shaking? So the psalmist said, look up, look up. Look up, look above. The Lord is in his holy temple, he says. The Lord is strongest in heaven. His eye beholds, his eyelids rest test the sons of men. And that's what the church did. The church looked up in these trying times. They looked above to the throne of God. They looked to the Lord sitting on his throne. The church offered prayer to God. They offered prayer to God. He that was in prison, but prayers were being offered on his behalf. Their prayer to God could not be hindered, because there is nothing that will stop your prayer and my prayer from reaching to God. Someone has said, no matter what the circumstances of our friends and family who are far away from us, prayer is always an effective way to support them and beat of support a bit of help the church offered prayer for Peter while he locked up in prison but not only did they do so they offered prayer fervently they described the manner in which their prayer was being offered to God they they prayed fervently so Peter was kept in prison but prayer for him was being made fervent what the word used for fervently carries the idea of being truthful and honest in your prayer to God. It also carries the, 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 a medical term meaning to stretch your muscles to the limit. It was the same word Luke used in, in Luke 24 when he was talking about the agonizing prayer of Jesus in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane. They prayed honestly, they pray fervently. They were stretched out before God for Peter. Amen. Do we pray fervent prayers? Do we pray honestly? Do we mean it when we pray? One commentator observed that much of our prayer is powerless because it lacks honestness. Too often we almost pray with the attitude of wanting God to care about things we really don't care about so much. But the church meant every word it said they pray fervently and God answered their prayer. God answered the prayer. And Peter was rescued. Look at verses 7 to 10. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared, and the light shone in the cell, and struck Peter's side, and woke him up, saying, Get up quickly. And his chains fell fell from his hands. Peter followed every instruction from the angel. And when they got to the prison gate, the iron gate turned to an automatic gate. It opened by itself. And they walked out. God's supernatural deliverance of Peter was realized. Friends, what doors are closed to you? Financial doors physical dose, sickness, career dose. It is not over for you or for me. Those dose are not the end. Unlike God says, it is over. We only need to be still I see the deliverance of God. Note that when the angel came to Peter, he was sleeping. Can you imagine? He was almost certain to be executed the next morning. Yet this is the man with all that was awaiting him. He was sleeping. (laughs) Sleeping. He showed no sign of anxiety. He slept so soundly that even even though he was chained to two guys, he was calmly sleeping. He had a peace of mind because he trusted in God. That's why Isaiah 26.3 said that the steadfast mind will keep him in perfect peace because he trusts in God. Amen. Be anxious for nothing but through prayer and supplication make your request known unto God and the peace of Christ will pass all understanding We guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What are you anxious about today? Is it family issues? Issues of your job. Trust the Lord. Trust him. I want to believe Peter I read the Old Testament. He knew this. That if we keep our minds on God, steadfastly, we give our his peace. When Peter was delivered from prison, he explained his miraculous deliverance to the church. When Peter came to his servants, he said, Now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his injured and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. And when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was also called Mark, where meaning were gathered together, and we're praying for him. and we' praying yes. When he knocked at the door, a slave girl named Rhoda came. when she recognized Peter's voice because of her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gate. And they said to her, you are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. They said, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. What are these guys doing? Man, open the door. Open the door. Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them. His hand to be silent. Guys, be silent because we don't know who is around. He described how the Lord had let him order the prison, and he said, Report these things to James. James was the brother of Jesus, not James, of course. Brother of Jesus, who was head of the church in Jerusalem. And reported things to, 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 to James and the brothers. Then he left and went to another place. Peter came to himself, he realized that the Lord had delivered him, and he went to this house where people were gathering praying. The Christian was praying, praying, yet they did not believe when their prayer was answered. The Christians did not believe their prayer would be so miraculously answered by God. Their prayer was was honest, he was fervent by his lack of faith, (laughs) by his lack of faith, by his lack of faith. That faith was not strong. I don't know if that is telling of you and me when we pray to God do we really believe he will answer. Yet the people have been keeping watch, praying, praying. When God answered the prayer, they did not believe. But thank God, He's merciful, He honors even our little faith. Lord Jesus said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, directed from the heart to God, it will move mountains. Talking about deliverance, God is still in the business of delivering his people. John, John Parton was a missionary in the New Harbridge Island. One night, hostile natives ran at the mission station, intent on burning out the patterns and killing them. Parton and his wife prayed, and they prayed during the night, a night of terror. That terror filled night, that God would deliver them. And when daylight came, they were amazed to see their attackers leave. A year later, the chief, the chief of the tribe, accepted Christ, who was converted. Remembering what had happened, Parton asked the chief why he what had happened? What, what kept him from burning down the, their house that night and killing them? And the chief replied in surprise Who were those men with? Who were those men with you? Father knew of no men present, but the chief said he was afraid to attack because he had seen hundreds and hundreds of big men in shining garments with drawn swords circling the house, the mission station. We can trust God for his protection. He delivered Peter, he delivered the patterns and he can deliver us from our trouble. The church prayed and God sent an angel But I have an interesting question this morning, French. And I want to let you know that God is, he moved in a mysterious way. If you ask me this morning, why did God allow James to die and he rescued Peter, I would say, I don't know. These are two disciples of Jesus Christ. One died. In the persecution. They use a sword, and when he hear a sword, they cut off his knife. And yet another disciple. Release. God is sovereign. Yes, he is. But he ways are righteous, are just. Everything that God does is just, is right. All my little mind can say this morning, with all all the theological uh, uh, intricacies, I can say this morning it was time for God to call James home. But how his work was done. And he had more work for Peter to do. That's all I can say. So as you look around you and see, you see things happening, God doing things in the lives of other people, and you say, but what about me? One time Jesus was going and his disciples asked them before, And he said, but what about this man? Is he going to follow you too? Said, what is that to you? What is that to you? Let's trust God. Let's not compare ourselves. God has a unique plan for you, for me, and for each of us. He deals with us according to his will, according to his, 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 his mind, his, his all sovereign rule. The church is victorious over the enemy They rejoiced, no doubt, when Peter was released. A glorious celebration of God's supernatural deliverance. Harold, an evil king with an evil plan, did not prevail, but the church did. God dealt with Harold brought judgment upon him for cruelty towards the church and for blasphemy. He did not stop the people when they were referred to him as God. He did not give glory to God. And God will share his glory with no man. He will share his glory with no man. I am the Lord, he said, and God alone. I am the Lord and that is my name. I will not give my glory to another. Herod is dead. Injured angel of the Lord came and struck, struck him dead and he was eaten by worm. He suffered excruciating pains because he did not regard God. Paul and solace. On the other hand, when they were referred to as gods, they tore their clothes and stopped the people. The word of God multiplied. The gospel of Christ is unstoppable. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And I am with you, Lo, I am with you to the end of the age. So we are called upon this morning, friends, to be faithful to the gospel, the gospel proclamation. God sees our trials, he hears our prayers, and he will deal with the enemies of the church. It's interesting this morning that the song of commitment that we sang was Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. And that song has an interesting story. The man uh, who inspired that song was Doug, Doug Lee a young preacher in Philadelphia. And he was ousted from the church because he was against slavery. He preached against slavery. And, um, they asked him, but he, began, he continued to preach. But he had an accident on the farm, and, and on his dying bed, they asked him whether he had a large word to say to fellow ministers. He said, let all of us stand up for Jesus. And then our song a response it was so arranged orderly. You stand up for Jesus, you march towards the fall. Amen? You don't stand up. You don't stand up. You don't stand up and don't move. We must do just that. Stand up for Jesus. As soldiers of the cross, let us move towards the fall. People are perishing with all Jesus. They need the gospel. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Help us, O oh God, to stand up, even in the midst of persecution, knowing that he, they, the enemy will carry the body, but our souls will rest with you eternally in heaven. Thank you, Father. They will be inspired today to move on and share the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ so that souls are one to him, and all the glory to you, Father.